That's right, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Everything at Random. Today, I'm joined with a special guest. Um, I don't even I don't even want to give him an intro because this guy is amazing. Like he has inspired me to get back into podcasting because I see the amazing stuff that he's doing. Uh, right now, we're going to call this episode Soulful Talks, Navigating Spiritually, Stress and Strength. OK, let the world know who you are. Well, hey, guys, uh, I am Raynaud Kent. Uh, some people may say uh, Renaud Kent, you know, I think everybody calls me different names. It is what it is. Um, I'm a podcaster. Uh, I have a super uh, super dope podcast that I think is dope. It's called Not Safe for Church. And really, um, it's just a journey of navigating uh, spiritual things, real life things, and just having a conversation where everybody has a seat at the table. And uh, truly, nothing is off the limits to discuss. I think a lot of times when people go into faith spaces, uh, there's there's limits. But if you come to the Not Safe for Church podcast, there are no limits. We will talk about it, and I will say it, and I do not care. Period. All right. <laughs> so let's get a little bit deeper. Tell me about yourself, your journey with faith, spirituality, or your your higher connection to 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 that. Yeah, um, I grew up in church. Uh, mm-hmm. My parents are heavily involved in the faith. I mean, heavily. Oh, my God, not the hookah. Pass me the hookah. There you go. I told you, grab your drink. Grab you know, what you need. Know, here. It's just water. But you know, I love it. I love, you know, but I will have a drink. But I have to go to work tomorrow. My other work. But the yep. work I'll talk about. But um, <laughs> literally, uh, my our parents, super Christian people. I was raised in church. Uh and uh, they really had a foundation for me and my relationship with Jesus. And uh, I think as I got older, um, I started to have to navigate uh, some different things with faith. Uh, but for a long time, I just stood on what I was taught, uh, what my parents raised me to be. And then uh, I think you get like to a point in your adulthood, I don't know, like your late uh, early 20s. Mm-hmm. And you're like, mm, like, do I really believe all this stuff? Does this make sense for me as a human uh, is this what God is saying to me, or is this what my parents are saying to me? Is this what God is saying to me, or this is what has been taught at the churches I was brought up in? Is so, or in even the churches that the churches I was currently in. Mm-hmm. But I just, yeah, in the pandemic, I had an awakening, and it was just like, I don't know if I believe what they believe, and Oof. yeah, I just had to navigate that journey. But I still believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff, but. Yeah, I just, I just don't think everything is that deep. Okay. I think everything is very simple. I like that. I like that. All right. So now we have an understanding of this amazing podcast you have, your journey with faith. Um, but let's let's dig a little bit deeper. How okay. does your um, belief in higher power or involvement with the church impact your approach on managing stress and mental health? challenges in your life. Only reason why I ask is because, you know, my last couple of episodes, we've been focusing more on mental health and me personally, like this has been my therapy sessions. Yeah. So I've been learning different ways to deal with it. And me personally, I, I would love to learn about a little bit about faith and how it could maybe help me to find like maybe inner peace or something. Cause I'm, I'm searching for it. I'm not, I never want to steer away from anything. Um, well, first I want to say, uh, just like in like the natural realm of things, 
I've been with the same therapist for seven years. So for me, mental health, all that stuff is so important. But I also think like if you want to mix, because a lot of times our faith comes from, you know, faith comes by hearing. That's what the Bible says. And so your faith often comes from people you hear. And, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to be, you know, shady or disrespectful, but a lot of times in church, they're always like, Jesus, Jesus can fix it. Jesus can do it all. And I do believe that. But I also believe Jesus can put people here on this earth to help you get better. And so I think sometimes in church, we uh, we try to make spiritual things so natural. And it's like you can't really always mix the mix, mix the two. Like sometimes you are really depressed mm-hmm. and you need tools from a from a human like it's not going to be from a song at church. It's not going to be from a sermon. And sometimes it will be, mm-hmm. but I, being open, uh, especially when it comes to mental health, to find out what works for you. Like I know for me, prayer works for me. Uh, talking to God, honestly, having direct communication. When I pray, things always change. If I'm depressed, God will help me find a way to maybe have a conversation with somebody to, pin, to, point, to pinpoint where that depression is. Or, or say, um, I'm just trying to figure out something. I'm like, God, like, show me the way. Leave. And I literally just feel like prayer has been my thing. And I even have gone so far as, like, I've had a prayer wall in my in my house uh, since probably, like, 2022. Mm-hmm. And every year in uh, about December, I start to write down certain things that, you know, I want God to do in a year, during the year. And I see a lot of those things happen. And so I think also that just shapes my faith. And so I just think for mental health, for me, I talk to God about it because I feel like he is the only one that can change something. Like when you think about prayer, I think like prayer reminds me of how unlimitless our guy is. Like when you're, when you pray, you are talking to the creator of the world. You're talking to the creator of the world. Like, Think about that. Like, nothing is impossible. That's it. Like, he he can solve all. He sees it all. And he forgives all. Yeah. Yeah. I could go on a tangent. Like, it's just crazy to me. So prayer helps me also not settle. And a lot of times when we're angry or upset, we are really just settling. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you're not doing the right thing. But if I pray about it, he can get me out of it. If I pray about it, he can find another way. So, yeah, and I pray honest. Like, I don't do that fake shit. I don't do that. What's the fake shit? What's the I don't do that. Speak on it. Speak on oh, it. What's that oh, we, we come before you. Oh, no, no, you know, I, 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 and I can pray like that. You know, the church, mm-hmm. I can make the church go up. You know, but when I pray about God, like, ooh, this person at my job, I really want to beat them up, God. Whenever she talks, <laughs> you know, or I'm like, ooh, God, ooh, my mama's getting on my nerves. God, like, help me deal with her. I want to honor her. I want to celebrate her. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just very honest. Like I'm like God. Ooh, God. I'm. I, I just feel like I want to do a lot right now. I want to give myself to everybody. Like, ooh, calm these hormones down. Like I'm just very honest in my prayers. <laughs> I respect that. I yeah. love that. And when you say these things, are you saying these things out loud? Like, like oh, yeah. you're, you're speaking in it into existence. Yes, in my car, loud. Like, yeah. <laughs> like somebody probably think I'm on uh, the phone with somebody. I'd be like, God. There's even times, and like I'd be funny, but like a lot of times, I've had moments where I've just cried and screamed, like, "Why the heck am I in this season? Like, God, when are things gonna get better? Yeah. Like, when is the change coming? 
Mm -hmm. I've had those same prayers in my car too. I've had those same prayers out loud. Just like, I don't understand it. Like I'm ready to give up. And, and for people listening, all those things you just said, we say that to ourselves and we don't even think like God, we just say it out loud. Do you feel as though like you get those answers in that moment or it, it just, or just saying it out loud just calms you? I think when I say it out loud, I think whenever I talk out loud, like I'm not talking to myself. So like, it makes me feel like, like you're listening. Like, and if I always think about like what my parents taught me, like when you call on the name of Jesus, he'll be there. And in my head, I'd be like, you know, and I might even say like, they said, if I call your name, you will answer, you will be there. Mm-hmm. So here I am, I'm calling out, I'm reaching out. Like, can you help me? Can you show up? And honestly, he always does. Maybe not in my timing or what I thought I wanted him to be when I, or when I thought I wanted him to do it, but he always shows up. And I don't know, I think that some people have made, and this is not even like on this, but I think some people have made faith so untangible that people feel like they have to live a certain way to get faith or have to do something. Like this man in heaven, the God I believe, he he's for everybody. Like I believe Jesus is for everybody. It's unconditional love. But I think we live in a world where love is often by condition. Mm-hmm. Like I love you if, I love you if, if he would do this, if she would do this. But that's not how God's love is. God is, I love you even if you do this. And so it's just unconditional. And I think I wish people could get how unconditional it is. I love that. You you won't even be like, I don't care what, I don't care what they say about my life. Mm -hmm. It's, it's right here. I never, I always see it as like, I need to be in the church or I always felt like I needed to be there. I like, how can, why would he listen to me at this point of just need? Like I need something at this point where I'm at my lowest. And there was, been moments where I'm just like, I don't know who to call upon. I'm just lost. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah. But and then I in my mind, I felt as though at times like my family are, are I'm born Catholic, but my a lot of family members are always saying, like, I'm gonna go go to church. Why don't you just speak to God and sit, tell God that? And he goes, When you're saying these things out loud, are you asking? Are you yeah. you know what I mean? Are you really truly talking to him? Yeah. And I just like you said, like I felt as though like I needed to be there. I like just, if I if if I don't pray or if I never confess my sins, he's not gonna be there for me. Yeah. And it's not like that. And I love that you 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 mentioned that. I love that. Yeah. He's unconditional. I just and I don't think we have ever seen that. No. Like I'm a conditional lover. Like we're all conditional. Like there's some, you know, we say for better or for worse at, at when you get married, but there's a worse that you will leave for. Mm-hmm. god is not like that he is even when you do that worse i'm still there yeah and i'm there again and i'm there again i love that i love that all right we're gonna jump into the next one for someone who may be spiritual but not strongly aligned with any religion what advice would you give and like somebody who's trying to incorporate spirituality practices or seeking guidance from a higher power. Like for me, like I'm trying to figure out like, how do I do this? Like, like I said, I'm saying it out loud, but I'm like saying it to myself. Like, how do, how do you guide somebody in these, in these troubling times? I would say to somebody 
who is not spiritual or just trying to figure it out uh just follow the breadcrumbs and i know it sounds like really really dumb but i think if you follow where the breadcrumbs are le are leading you you will know what's real and i think a lot of times we compare what maybe somebody else's experience or what it looked like for this person or what it looked like for that person. And it may not look like that for you. Like the faith that I am, the faith, what I believe today is not what I thought it would be like 20 years ago. Like even the people who led me to faith, I don't believe what they believe about everything. And so I think it's following the breadcrumbs and Honestly, listening to that, I don't, everybody has, some people say like, oh, I can, I feel it in my, my stomach or I feel it in my heart. I feel like I have a thing where like, when I know I'm supposed to do something, my stomach does this weird thing mm -hmm. that I can't contain. And so like, I just follow, <laughs> I know it sounds dumb, but no, no. I have a friend, he's a therapist and he always says, do what works for you. And so it works for me. And I think when you're on a spiritual journey, Find out what works for you. You know when you're headed in the right direction. And you know when you're going the wrong direction. You know when you don't feel connected. You know when you feel... And don't do that. Do what you know is right to do. And if you don't know what to do, just pause. And you feel as though, like, me not having that... Like, I sh these are the things I should do. But do you think I should maybe... Me or anybody else, should they reach out to a church? Should they reach out to what they know? I, I, it's not like no pressure to anybody, but just yeah. maybe an idea because yes, the breadcrumbs, but yeah. where do they start? You know, I think if somebody, I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm, and I'm not trying to, and I want everybody to know, I'm not trying to push anybody any type of way or anything. I just want to have a better understanding because we're all seeking yeah. some kind of guidance and they don't know where to exactly look. Therapy is great. Not going to lie. Amazing yeah. thing. But sometimes there's something, there's something else that we're searching for. And like, how do we find that? And I'm not saying you have, may have all the answers, but how did you? Uh, I believe the, the Bible says if uh, God rewards those who diligently seek him. And so for me, I have experienced something I have, you know, I used to be a worship pastor. I would have moments mm -hmm. when I was on stage and I felt this power and I felt this authority. And I even have moments now when I'm talking and I, and something comes over me. Like I, I've watched videos and be like, mm, something is happening there. And because I have experienced certain things on a great level, like for instance, uh, this morning I felt the Holy Spirit. Somebody, the, I felt I said the Holy Spirit. I got so churchy really quick. Um, I felt uh, God, I felt God speak to me this morning. I'm trying to make it super normal for everybody else. And uh, it was somebody from high school. I haven't talked to this person in nine years, uh, probably. And literally, Lord brought up their first and last name. I went to my phone. Their name was saved under something from long ago in high school, like a nickname. And I said, "Hey, I feel like I'm supposed to tell you." The best is yet to come. Don't give up or something else, right? This man texted me. Haven't talked to him in nine years. He said, oh my gosh, like I need to hear that. Uh, I'm trying to get into this new job and this, this, this. And I was like, whoa. And so for me, I have experienced a God 
that I just can't stop seeking after. And even I even go to church still. You know, I don't believe a lot of what certain churches believe, but I do believe that when people get together and we are all in, the, in need of the same thing, that God can speak to you. And I think he can speak to you individually, but it's something about when you get in a room with other believers, it's powerful. Now, let me tell you this. A church is imperfect. Okay. So you're going to go to church. Something's going to happen. The pastor may preach something you don't like. It's, it's, it's just that's that's how the church is. Like that's that's what you're going to get because a, a pastor is a human being. It's God's house ran by a human being. They're trying to do their best. And so for me, I think when we're going to church, we have to have a little grace. Just how if I was up there preaching every week, I would want you to have grace for me. Because if I was preaching what I believed at 20 and what I believe at 27 today, it would be two different messages. So the pastor's on their own spiritual journey. You're on your own journey. But to me, the, the whole reason we go to church is because it's just powerful when people are in the same room in need of the same thing. And it's crazy how something happens in that building when we sing these songs. Like there's a frequency and a unity that is unmatched. And I felt it in the room. It's electrifying. I've seen people who are atheists be like, something's happening in here. Like, I don't know what it is, but the spirit, something is is moving. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I again, I say follow the breadcrumbs. But if the breadcrumbs is leading you to Jesus, you probably should go to a church. If the breadcrumbs is leading you to, I don't know the other guys because I mind my business. I don't get nobody else. But I'm saying if the breadcrumbs are leading you to the Jehovah Witness, be a Jehovah Witness. If the breadcrumbs are leading you to Muslim, be a Muslim. Just follow the breadcrumbs and I believe you'll be okay. I love that. I love how like you you explained it in the best way. Like don't you, you don't have to believe everything the church says. You may not be happy with that. And there are times that I have worked into churches and I'm like, nah, this is not for me. Yeah, because I'm going to brunch after church. What was that? I said, because I'm going to brunch after church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I get, and I may get drunk. Okay, praise God. <laughs> but we not, but we not. Uh, but to, like leading into that, in your experience, how has the sense of community and support from your church played a role in promoting your mental well-being and you fostering a sense of belonging? Like you, you just mentioned like hearing that unity of, of the, everybody singing together and stuff like that. But like, is it just the songs? Is it is it the people you connect with? What is it? Honestly, the, the crazy part is you can formulate that question both ways. What has it done for me mentally great? And what has it done mentally that almost took me out of this world? You know what I mean? Like, um, on it. you know, I remember um, when I was a pastor and I knew that I was gay and I didn't know how I was going to get through that. Mm. And I remember the church having such, not my, the church particular I was at, but a lot of Christians, when I came out, they had a lot of opinions about me. People talking about me that I prayed for that I was, you know, like, it's like, whoa, like in the same community that once made me feel so celebrated, like Hercules, like I was the chosen one it can overnight change. And um, I don't know, I went on my own personal journey with all of that. And I'm not saying they were right for how they acted, but I believe when we present ourselves in community as a false versions of ourselves mm. and get mad when people are upset with you being who you are, when, when, when only you have showed them the false you. And when God revealed that to me, I was like, whoa, like, 
I can't be hurt. Like I can't. Yeah, yeah I can be hurt that they cringe on me. But Raynaud, you was faking the whole time. <laughs> you were like you meant everything you said. The songs are real, but you had a lot. You going wasn't on being you. You, you, you wasn't know what being I mean? you. Yep. And so, but at the same time, what I love about the church community is when you decide to go back, they might have talked about you, gossiped about you, but they're gonna welcome me in like family. And that's what family does. We talk, we gossip. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you hear my cousin so and so? Oh, did you hear about? I just came from a family reunion, baby. It was crazy. <laughs> Woo! Oh, Jesus, rip me out the. Woo! Lord, those niggas. I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> not kidding. I'm emotionally drained, but I love them so much because they're my family. Yes. Um, but um, <laughs> at the end of the day, a church is like a family. Like we love each other no matter what, and uh, we're gonna get it wrong sometimes. But it's like, how do you recover? And I love, like, recently I've been going back to church and they welcome me back. You know, like, I may not be singing there because, you know, my beliefs and my stance. But at the end of the day, those are still my, that's my family. And sometimes a family, you just want to agree. And that's where love comes in. Like, disagree when you, that's love. Because it's like, man, I really don't want to, that's, that's how you start to become an unconditional lover. Mm -hmm. When you don't agree and you still love in spite of, that's, That's like unconditional. Like, even my conditions on what I want you to be, but I'm going to still love you. I love that. You were dropping some gems on us right now. I'm going to sit down. I forgot I'm in like church. I'm like, oh, God, I hope I'm not so preachy. No, no, not at all. And here's the thing. I'm a person who who sees it sometimes. Like, I, I had friends who were like kind of preachy to me. Okay. You don't come off that way. Okay. Like, when I watch uh, uh, the clips... You never come off that way. You just speak how you feel. But it, it's a different way how you, you come off. Like you talk like everybody else. You're not you're not preaching it. You're just you're living it. You know what I mean? It's just different how you speak. And that's why I was more I was drawn to it more just because I was like some church. I was like a little bit taken back. But then I listened. And I'm like, oh, we could talk like this? This is how I fucking talk all the time. I'm no, going to say that because they, they don't like me. No, 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 no. Love it. Love it. Thanks, man. All right. How do you navigate of, of moments of doubt or skepticism about your beliefs while also your faith? Like, how do you deal with, like, some of the skepticism about it? So, like, people may say, like, I don't believe that. Or, the, uh, like, you may have people around you that do doesn't believe in it. But, like, how do you find that that still connected to that source? Especially when when all this stuff happened, when you just mentioned, it was like, hey, like, this is what happened. I, I came out. I explained how I felt. And then, then they, they was just talking about me. Like, how did you stay in that that? in that place in mental health, that, that journey that you went through? I think for me, I always say I'm choosing to believe that it is Jesus because I understand by how I was raised, how I was taught, that that's all I know. It's like if I would have grew up in another family and I was Islamic, mm -hmm. sometimes that's all you know. And so for me, I'm always careful to say, I choose, like, I'm just choosing to believe it's Jesus. I could be getting, and I could be getting it totally wrong. And I think um, 
that's the difference between me. I'm very honest. I doubt. I don't know if I'm getting it right. I could be totally off as two left shoes. But every day I am diligently seeking God. And so if I'm diligently seeking him, I don't, even if I'm getting it wrong, I'm not getting it wrong because the goal is to seek him, if that's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I don't think this belief makes you, I don't, I just don't think it makes you bad or as far away. I, I think it almost makes you closer because it draws you in. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, people said if, if I were gay, God would separate from me. People said if I were if I was gay, like or whatever your thing is, mm-hmm. and I constantly see God outdo that. Like, oh, somebody said this, and like I remember when I was uh, about eight, uh, nine, no, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one or twenty two, I was leading uh, worship at a big church back home, and somebody was like, "You'll never if you leave here, you'll never sing on." on a big stage again. I never did it for that, but somebody told me that. And I said, okay. But I felt in my in my spirit that I was supposed to move to Arizona to get to get my master's degree and learn some more. I get there, people tell me, oh, you will never get a job at a church. You don't play an instrument. But in my spirit, I, God told me to come here and I kept telling people, I'm gonna have a job by March 1st, 2019. March 1st, 2019 came around I had a contract at a church that was 5,000 people. So let's go to that back to that first thing. That one man said, oh, you'll never sing at a church like this again. Yeah. I'm at a bigger church now. And people tell me I would never get a job at a church because I didn't have, I didn't play an instrument. I got that. And the same thing about my podcast. Uh, I, I prayed if I was supposed to do a podcast and I felt like God told me to do it. And I had that same feeling in my stomach. When I was supposed to come out uh, that episode, I, re- I used to record on a Tuesday and the episode would come out on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, if you're a podcaster, sometimes it's good to sleep on some stuff. Yeah. I wish I would have slept on a lot of stuff, but it's already out there now. That's my world. And uh, But not this episode. I don't want to sleep on this. Uh, I had asked God. I was like, God, if I'm supposed to come out uh, to the world, uh, let me know. Like, Give me a sign. And uh, so I already had the episode recorded. I had came out on the episode, but I had told uh, somebody who was on there. Uh, on. Had- you came out on the episode before you told everything on the church uh, at the church. No, yeah, oh. or the church. I would left the church already. I had been gone for like gotcha. three, four months. But on the podcast, I was still leading at different churches here, though. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I was still contracting places. And I remember on that episode because uh, uh, Obio came on, and I was like. Um, I told him, I said, hey, I don't know if I'm going to really drop this episode. And I don't know if I missed it. I just, I had said that in the episode. Like, I don't know if I'm really going to drop it because Luna and Phil were on there too. And uh, I didn't know because I was like, if I'm really going to come out, like, I don't know about that. Like, I was, I was like, I was like, I have time to post it. And uh, I went to work that day and I asked God for a sign. And so I'm in the break room and there's this song called Do It Again by Elevation Worship that came on. And that was the song I heard when I was supposed to move, when I was moving from Georgia to Arizona and went from Georgia to Arizona to Arizona to Vegas, that song played all the time. Like when something was big was about to happen in my life, mm-hmm. it came on. And I was like, okay, God, this is a guy, give me one more sign. I said, I need one more sign that it's you. 
I walk out of the break room at Lululemon because that's where I was working at when I left the church for my first job when I left. And they were playing, I'm coming out. And I said, what the heck? I guess I'm coming out then. And so for me, like, I don't know. I, when I say follow the breadcrumbs, I just really live that. And that's my experience. And like, so when my stomach started feeling weird, I started hearing certain songs. I, I pay attention to the signs because the signs be there. Yeah, they are. I love that. I love that. That's And I must say that takes an amount of bravery beyond belief. Because like, not only that you're just saying these things that people who know you for so long don't know that about you, yeah. But for you to share it to the world, yeah, that it's always going to be heard. It's a scary thing. I don't think people realize how big of a deal that is to release like the episodes that we do. Sometimes we say things on there and we're like, "I said too much. I let you in too much." Yeah, a lot, but you looked for those clues and those things, and God spoke to you and told you, like, just do it. Yeah. It was good. Just let it out. Yeah. But the amount of bravery that you have, I can I commend you. Like, that's amazing. But Jonathan, you probably have those same episodes where you're like, because people you'll have somebody listen and it's somebody you don't even know. Because <laughs> let's be honest, when you have a podcast, it's not your friends listening. No, it's people don't really know you. Yep. And want to know you a little bit more, probably. Or they're drawn to you, or they just like your content. And so sometimes you people feel like they know you. like they. And I'm like, no, maybe you know an hour of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, lights, camera, action. You don't know me when the lights come off. When, when, when... <laughs> it's just, yeah. I love that. I love that. So we talked about a lot. I loved all... I. Honestly, like, I'm following the breadcrumbs, and I think I'm gonna follow the breadcrumbs. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually gonna hit you up and ask you for some. I'm gonna have some questions and stuff like that. Yeah, There's bro. no doubt about it. But like, I always like to wrap it up. I don't want to say goodbye to somebody, but what would be your see you later speech to the people? Like something to wrap it up and let them know, like, you know, what I mean, never goodbye, but I'll see you later. But what do you want to leave the people with? Oh my lord! When you say that, I'm like, oh, it's so many. It depends on what person it is. Little boy, shout out by side. Let me. I, oh my god! On my phone, I actually have um, these notes on my phone. Uh, Go right ahead. And I call them soundtracks. And so I have soundtracks in my phone because mm-hmm. that's what I want to hear. I read this book called Soundtracks. Okay, uh, it's really great for people. But so I have these notes in my phone that are my soundtracks. Uh, to just life that remind me of who I am. So I'm gonna read one. Let's see, what? Because I want to leave people something good. Hmm. Oh my God, that has something really good. Okay, this is good. All right. Sometimes, like, I don't know if you ever been to a bonfire, right? Yes. All right. And when you go to a bonfire, uh, the fire starts to die down eventually. Mm-hmm. But if you want the fire to continue to grow, you have to continue to put more wood in the fire. And uh, I think that goes to gifts, that goes to talents, that goes to dreams, that goes to visions, that goes to hope. You have to keep putting the wood in the fire for it to burn. And eventually you'll put that wood in the fire that is going to burn, that is going to create a flame that the whole world will see. But if you don't keep putting that wood in the fire, if you don't keep when it, if you let it die all the way out, you'll never see it. 
but keep putting the wood in the fire. Keep putting the wood in the fire. I love that. It's been a pleasure. Amazing. Um, if you guys are listening, like, subscribe, tell them where they can find you. You guys can follow me on, find me on Instagram. Everything is R-E-N-O-L-D-K-E-N-T. Raynaud Kent. Uh, that's everything. I think that's my Twitter. Uh, I'm really just on Instagram, though. Let me just keep it real. And uh, you can also uh, find me at NSFC Podcast, Not Safe for Church Podcast. Uh, and that's on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Amazon. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's a dope podcast, I think. I think it's dope. I'm not a religious dude, but I love the content they put out. The stuff they put out, I'm surprised they talk about. So just check it out because it's borderline of some of the crazy shit I have said in the past. But I'm like, oh, you can talk about this? All right, we cool with it. So check him out. Much love to him. Uh, I, I I appreciate you opening up and letting me know and giving me the opportunity to talk to you. Man, Jonathan, I'm so grateful for you. Um, I remember... Uh, when I first started my podcast, I remember seeing your podcast and I was just so like, man, like the graphics, the, it, it, I was very new to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just remember seeing like some of the conversation they were having. And I think it even like sparked ideas for me. Cause I mean, I used to, you guys used to do like different people come on. Right. Yep. And then I was like, Oh, if I do a podcast, I don't ever want to be the same people. So I think people don't realize when you, when I saw somebody doing something at a high level, it inspired me to continue to do things on that level. So, man, I'm so grateful for you. Uh, you keep going. And, uh, man, you just never know who's watching you. Because I was watching. And then I remember you stopped. I mean, I was like, where's, I said, where, what happened to John? Like, where's he at? And uh, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back. But you have to take time for you. Because yeah. at the end of the day, all this other stuff will fade away. But, like, what are you going to be when it's mm -hmm. all gone? A podcaster. Period. Period. <laughs> That's my job. That's my only job. That That's I don't. Job. That's right. That I don't get a check for. <laughs> Not That's yet. Something. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Later, guys. Be safe.